Yo, 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 yo. Thank you for tuning in. You are listening to Petty Time with Wavy Will. I'm your host, Stephen Williams, aka Wavy Will. And I have a special guest with me today. Uh, my good battle buddy, Wave from Newburn, North Carolina. The the one, the only, uh, Michael Wilder. What's up, bro? Not much, man. Uh, maintaining, living life, trying to survive and get through this coronavirus. Really, uh, how are things on your in your neck of the woods? Man, it's straight, bro. I mean, I'm over here in Hawaii, not mm. on vacation, over here. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you really see how much you live on an island when you're stuck in a situation like this. I mean, it's hard as small island as it is. And, Getting even smaller going this whole coronavirus deal, so just trying to trying to maintain though. Know, right. So um, let's catch up real quick. Uh, how's how has uh, life been for you after leaving the twenty second HRC? <laughs> hey, it's been glorious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see you nah, still man, in the service and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, been all over the place when we left uh, Washington. Um, all that. Four years, man, back, you know, back home. Four mm-hmm. years in Fayetteville, Fort Bragg area. Um, so you was man, basically at home, anyways. Man, listen, I, I miss <laughs> being that's, that's, I, to me, that's like a second home. Well, you mean Fayetteville? Like yeah, yeah, man, Fayetteville. Um, <laughs> and everything kind of ended after that. Had a, you know, thing. Got married, started having kids. Hey, man. Speaking you know, of kids and um, and and wife, like how many uh, how's the family and how many kids do you not have now and how how long have you been married? Uh, so it'll be six years. Um, this June married. Um, congrats. Three kids, um, appreciate it. You know, three kids. I'm um, done, man. Don't even worry about asking. We have this boat done. I can't. I promise <laughs> that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. Uh, well, nah, man, family's been good, man, you know, again, man, just trying to make a better, bad situation, you know, this whole coronavirus, like, for me, at least, I'm thankful for it, and right. I don't want it to come off in a very, like, very ignorant way, but I'm thankful because of the fact, like, my work situation, I've been able to, to work from home, Right. so to be able to spend, I mean, I've had adequate time with my family, so if it ended tomorrow, I would so basically this this situation like beforehand you weren't able to spend as much time with your family but now that the coronavirus happened you're able to spend even more time with your family is that correct absolutely wow that's a blessing yeah bro like people think like i'm blessed like in my situation where i'm in the formation right real man kind of unit so As long as you got your family with you it doesn't really matter what you do as long as you got your family there right absolutely man yeah absolutely. okay so what have you been doing to cope with the coronavirus like what's been helping you out to like get through the coronavirus man uh i've been doing a little more reading okay uh 
you know, I'm more of an audio book kind of person. Okay. Uh, I've just been doing a little more reading, education. Um, you know, I, I really approach this thing like, how can I get out of this situation as a better person, right? As a better man. Mm-hmm. And I believe, you know, that those cliche nonsense power. So it's like, you know, reading. Uh, educate myself and I began going to like investing, you know, especially with the market the way it's crashed. Like I didn't know too much about like, you know, stock market finance, the way that stuff works. Right. Really until this happened and I'm hearing a lot of people say like, uh, you know, invest your money, invest your money. I'm yeah, like, definitely. <laughs> so I decided to educate myself on the stock and I started to dig into it and I've been getting better with that. So um just keep myself productive in that regard and then too man. I was big in the gym before coronavirus hit, and I hate that the fact that I can't go to the gym now to go to stuff that now. So yeah. you know, I hate body weight workouts at home. It's a different kind of workout. So yeah, staying busy with that, and then um, my wife, man, she has a business as well. She has mm-hmm. a cleaning business, so just to be able to support her, anything that she may need to right. help get her business out there, you know, that's how really we uh, you know, I've been coping with this thing really <laughs> hey uh that's what's up man like just recently uh at the beginning of this month like beforehand i was never really into fitness i was never into like doing anything really healthy until i got out of the like after i got out of the army all that went away all that waking up early without the way all that pt so i'll put on a few pounds right and so just lately um like after the pandemic happened I stopped liking the way I looked physically in the mirror. So like I decided at the beginning of this month that um I was going to going to go on a diet. So I was only going to do meats, no pork, and green veggies, water and fruit only diet. And in one week, like I weighed myself yesterday, in one week I've lost 7 pounds already. And I'm just like I haven't done any exercises yet. Um, but it's just been eating right, making sure that I take the proper portions. Um, I don't eat after a certain time. And if I do eat after a certain time, it's only fruits or like, um, a homemade trail mix that I made myself, which I'm kind of proud about. So like, like it's, it's tough. Cause like, like if I can't show you my room right now, cause it's, it's weird with the lighting, but in my room, I have like a bag of chips, like tortilla chips that's just sitting right next to my nightstand and it's not so i can eat it right it's so that i can like fight the temptation to go and eat them late at night and all this other stuff but like i've been trying to stay healthy i've ordered me some resistant bands so that way eventually i will start working out and i just feel i feel a little bit uh better as far as energy wise but like I've taken this time, like, I I don't know what you mean per se by, like, missing the gym, because I never really was, like, big on the gym, but, like, I have taken this time to, like, try and get healthy, and I can already see the difference, really. Yeah, and I think it's key, too, man, especially, like, with the virus going on, man, to really, you know, like you mentioned, like, just be mindful of what you put into your body. You right. Know, I don't, I, I really, I'm thankful for my wife, because <laughs> she really taught me that, like, I thought, like, you know, when I, you know, you know, Oh, I'm still about all skin bones now. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But, like, so she's taught me because she's vegan. And, but she's taught me, like, you know, how it's important to, like, watch what you put in, you know, body, how right. you respond. And, like, 
talk about how I've been coping with the virus, man. And how nutrition is is almost even more bigger than the actual workouts that you do to stay healthy and get in, yeah. in shape. Yeah, I tried going vegan, man. I actually never rise. I tried going vegan. Matter of fact, I think it was like a week before we went under the quarantine. I mm-hmm. tried it. I tried it. And I was like, going to go. I, I, I went all in, bro. Like, no, you know. Bro, ain't no way you went all in. Not the way you was smacking your fingers the other day when you did that bro, video of you making them reels, boy. Man, listen. Look, so <laughs> I got a funny story about the vegan situation. Okay. Right? Day two, good. Day three. I got all the way to day eight. Now, granted, this whole time, I done had a headache. Like, I had this constant headache in my mind. I think my body's not eating enough. Mm-hmm. So, it's like day eight. It's like on a Tuesday. On some random Tuesday, man. I'm at work. I'm discombobulated. Everything somebody's saying is pissing me off, bro. And I'm usually like a mellow spirit. So, it's like, yeah. you know, real chill. But once I'm, once I'm a hunting, man, it's rap. So, everything, everybody's doing is irritating, bro. Right. So, I'm just thinking, like, I didn't pack no lunch. I got to go somewhere to go get something to eat. What I'm going to get, you know what I'm saying? Man, I got in the car, and I sat down for about five minutes. I'm just saying that group stuff looking thin. I said, man, forget this. I'm going to McDonald's, give me a 10 piece with a fry and a daggone Coke, bro. That headache went away. I said, I can't do this plan thing, bro. Bruh. Hey, oh, my God. Hey, man, I saw, man, I just know I saw that video of you making them ribs, and you said, mm, woof. <laughs> man, what i tell you man that's crazy okay so uh let's move right on along so um how has your faith in god helped you through this pandemic because i know you're a spiritual man and you was talking about it earlier and even when we were stationed in in jblm fort lewis like i knew you was a spiritual man back then so how has your faith in god helped you through this pandemic so far I think really it's just, you know, understanding like where, you know, where my faith lies, like right. the foundation of it all. And it's like, you see a lot of people, you know, scramming, like they trying to find answers. And it's like, the answer that you're looking for, you're not going to find. Like, right. you're trying to find such level questions. Like, this is, you know, my pastor in Texas, man, shout out to Dr. Tony Evans, also about fellowship, man. You know, he talks about how everything that sees the physical, man, is preceded by what's going on spiritually. Right. And I mean, for quite some time, it's been spiritual warfare going on there, you know what I'm saying? And, and, but now it's like we've seen a lot of stuff that really trying to play itself out now. Mm-hmm. But really, for me, it's just understanding where my faith lies, the foundation of it all. It really, this ain't grinding my word, man. Like, when you, if you, if you really believe God said what he said, meant what he said, man, why have worry? You know right. And that, that, that's not to say that you're not going to have a concern concern to the utmost degree as far as the situation man because i've had i've known two people from my hometown that passed away from the virus um and there were two elderly elderly men mm-hmm. um that passed away so it's hit it's hit a bit home for me right so it's like understanding you know what i'm saying that we got to take the uh, you know the precautions that you know they advise us to take but ultimately we got to understand it man see now, how long the season gonna go? We don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't know the answers. The medical professionals don't know the answers. You know the the current administration don't know answers. You know, yeah. Nobody has answers. But I do know who has the answers. Yes. <laughs> you know, and so yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm gonna put my bank on and just keep it pushing. That's what's up, man. Um, so what have you done to increase your faith since you've been like 
whether it happened before or after this pandemic, what have you been doing to increase your faith? For me, man, it's um really just tap into those areas where I'm uncomfortable at. So okay. for me, I mean, the, the, the cliche answer would be, you know, read the word, pray for that. But I think, like, the biggest thing is how practicality, how you walk it out and grow. For me, it starts with being, where are you uncomfortable at? And right. the Lord really laid it to my heart, man, a few weeks ago about how me giving is something I'm not you know, it's more enough to do. I'm like, me, I can receive all day long. Like, you feel blessed, you bet. You know what I'm saying? Do that. But giving, like, I'm really stingy. And he, he <laughs> yeah. Like, real, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. Stingy, he, he laid it on me, man. And it's like, you know, like, how can I move and advance the kingdom forward if I'm going to be stingy? Right. And I got to be able to give. What can I give? You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. It's like, it's not always necessarily about money, but, you know, your time, too. Like, how can Give more of your time, your resources to advance my word, advance my kingdom, advance my name. Right. And then he laid, you know, I don't know if you've been seeing that on my face, but I've had the pizza ministry going on mm -hmm. for a few weeks now. And yeah, I saw that. Like, uh, I even uh, dropped my name in the comments one time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for me, like, it really kind of started out of, like, the Lord was saying I'm part of my house. I need to grow out of that stinginess. I right. Need to grow out of that. So selfishness and really just give to others, man. And we always think giving like you gotta give everything away. Mm -hmm. Large amounts. You know what I'm saying? Every week, man, every Friday, man, I don't give away like seven dollars. You know what I'm saying? They bless somebody with a piece. Right. Pizza got sentiment about my heart. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have had a lot of good family conversations, man, around pizza. Man, I was talking about some pizza the other day, boy, because like being on this diet. I was talking about some of the foods that I missed, and pizza was right up there, boy. I tell you, like some some Domino's pizza with that crust. Woo! I was I'm trying to tell you, man. Bro, like if pizza is different, man. That kind of love is different, man. And that's the thing is, like I remember situations early on when I'm saying in my marriage, you know, what I'm saying we started having you know, all these kids, man. It's right. Like, kids come with the price, bro. And I don't think people really understand like how financially how having kids hurts your pocket too. Like I've been. We've been tremendously blessed. People have given us so much. Right. Like, it hasn't been too many things that we've had to buy, you know. But at the same token, man, it still comes with a price, man. And the fact that I can understand, especially in the, in the situation we're in, we in now with the coronavirus, man, they family side there, you know what I'm saying? They, yeah. they hurting, they, they ain't working. You know, a, a $7 pizza can go a long way. Definitely. You know, to the family. So it's like, man, just to be able to, you know, how the Lord has really brought up my heart during this time, man, that's how he's really growing me and showing me this is where you need work at mm -hmm. stop focusing on what you're great at and good at i need to i need to get outside your comfort zone right so i can elevate you to what i've called you to i feel it um i know recently uh i've just been seeing a lot of you on facebook just seeing you more and more on Facebook, so I just like I laugh at your your stuff, and you would come back and you would laugh at some of the memes that I post and some of the items that I post on mine. And like, I know that you like to post videos on um hilarious videos on your on your Facebook. So, what made you uh get started into making these videos? Bro, that that whole situation is new, bro. Like that's not like me at all. So like. Like I said, you've been following me for a minute. You didn't see a lot of that stuff a lot. Right. Probably, like, until the last maybe two months, man. So, for me, 
I mean, I want to just give people this side of me that they don't see yeah. a lot. You know, they don't they see like the more stern and motivational side of me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But they don't see like the, the goofball that's inside of me. Right. You know? So I just really want to pack that layer. And just make people laugh, man. I'm going to ball on movie. You ain't got to tell the question. I'm corny. Yeah. I already know what it is. Like, one of my favorite videos I saw you doing was uh, <laughs> either the one when you was doing the football joint or the one when you was doing the basketball joint, man. And I was like, oh, man, this man a fool. And then not only that, but, like, I like the one that you did with your family when they was all on your back and you was doing some push-ups. Man, I thought that, I thought that joke was so cool because it's, like, a family that works out together and plays together and is happy together stays together. So like I felt that those videos that you did was was pretty dope, man. Like or the one where you woke up and you was in the Dallas Cowboys jersey. Oh man. Oh man. Never would I thought I would see that. I love trolling people, man. That's yeah. really a hobby of mine. Yeah. Like I like like I know sports. But yeah. I know I'm, I consider myself like the black Skip Bayless because Skip <laughs> Bayless don't want to say the trigger people. So yeah, like, Skip Bayless is nut, man. I know my sport. I know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But I know exactly what to say. Sounds so ignorant that you don't think, like, what? What is Mike really saying? Yeah. Like, this thing is off the edge. Like, <laughs> but now I'll be, be knowing what I'll be doing, bro. Like, I, I just sit back. I'll put a, I just, like, matter of fact, it's a, it's a, it's a group I'm on that I got invited my homeboy, man, undisputed group. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you know, obviously the last thing that's going on there, Sunday, man, watch that. But I love trolling about who's in the joke LeBron Jordan. Right. So I'm like, man, you know what? It's a bunch of Jordan fans. It's a bunch of Jordan Definitely. fans. Definitely. I'm with LeBron. So it's like, I love LeBron. I'm like, I, I can't see I'm going to put this. This sadness I got in my mind, I'm going to put it up. Yeah. I had a picture of Jordan, right? And uh, I had a picture of Jordan where he was playing with Wizards. And I was like, man, how how can y'all say this man's a goat? But never when he couldn't take that team to the playoffs, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he ain't even the greatest one of all time. Yeah, man. And I knew, I knew exactly. He was going to trigger people. Today. Yeah. Twitter, Twitter thing is going on, bro. I'm right. I'm like, I know this man the goat, but y'all know me as well. This man y'all just so worried about. <laughs> Man, so okay, so what are some of the fav- your favorite videos that you've done? I told you some of my favorite videos that you've done, but what are some of your favorite videos that you've done so far? Man, to be honest, man, uh, I think, man, one of them, man, is with my kids. Mm-hmm. Was, uh, we were at the track, and uh, man, they just be acting crazy all the time. Like, Ryan, it's super quiet right now, but you know why they sleep, but when they up, like, it's just chaos. Right. <laughs> cowboy video was hilarious because or the ones that you do with the voiceover and you're not really saying that in the video but your voice is you doing a voiceover on top of the video i be like man yeah. this dude right here <laughs> oh man all i do is just laugh man yeah bro yeah that cowboy video man that was a good one man 
cowboy and the, and the so the funny thing was with that cowboy video too, man. I wanted to do something like that for a minute because like my wife, like she got that's her jersey by the way. So that speaks on how like y'all need to pick up the weight, but that's her Dez Bryant jersey. Hey, it hangs in the closet all the time. I can't stand it. I can't stand the Cowboys fan, bro. My, my, my oldest child is a Cowboys fan. Yikes. I, how can you raise a Cowboys fan and you don't like the Cowboys? Who? How do you raise a Cowboys fan and you don't have any, and you don't like the Cowboys bro, yourself? I can't, even, <laughs> I can't get mad, bro. It was, <laughs> bro, we were stationed in Dallas, man. I can't get mad because of what he was supposed to, you know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, it's organic. Right. I can't get mad at it because, like, okay, like, I used to say that to, like, you know, to the star Frisco, man, to the Cowboy practices. Okay. Game. So he's, he's used to seeing it. Because y'all had easy access to it while y'all was there. Exactly. That makes sense. So it's like, so it's like I'm not going to take that away from him. Now, if he was able to get drafted from the Cowboys, I'm not going to do a game. Yikes. Yikes. All right. So you're a father. Your husband, your man of God, and you a cook. Um, so what are some of your favorite dishes that you like to make? Bruh, no cap, I ain't no cook, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't no cook, man. Hey, I'll be lying to y'all. Man. But now, um, I like the grill, man. Okay. Like, I love the grill. So you a grill like, master. to you when i saw them ribs and i saw you eating them them drunk them that meat was falling off the bone boy i said okay you might know a little something you might know a little something you wasn't wasting no meat no gristle off or none of that but he said i said all right you might know a little something yeah that slab was gone gone (laughs) oh man um but like um I like to grill too, but I don't do it often or as often as I should. Like me, I'm one of those slow type of dudes. Like I like to marinate my food overnight, season it so where the meat's not just on the outside of, of the, the skin or whatever on the on the top of the grill. It's it's soaps into the inside of the meat. So every flavor you taste is on every bite that you get. So like I I I use I used to, I don't do it anymore. I used to um, broil them first and then season them and then put them in a bag overnight and then the next day put them on a grill. Boy, I tell you. And then I used to go around and get my seasoning and then I used to do like uh, my own barbecue sauce. But like, yeah, man, that was that was some good stuff right there. So where did, where did you learn the grill from? Did you pick it up from like your pops or some family members or what? Yeah, bro, like my whole family out there, man. So that's really where I learned it. Cause growing mm-hmm. up in Carolina, bro, like that's all we do. Like we get around the you know, eat on that grill, man. It's just, 
to rap, bro. Right. But it really just really for my uncle. That's understandable. So, yeah. so I got my special guest in the building. Hey, turn up. Yeah, say hey, Z. Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> All right, so you're from North Carolina, right? So, uh, what are some of your favorite sports teams? It doesn't have to be necessarily from North Carolina, but who are some of your favorite sports teams? Well, obviously, we got to start with yo, the greatest of all time. You know what I'm saying? National championship win. You know, the state yeah. of basketball. Mm-hmm. The University of North Carolina Chapel Hill, Tar Hill. I got to pat it on. Oh, I thought you was talking about Duke for a second. No, we just not podcast. Man, yeah, ECU fan in football. Okay. North Carolina basketball. Uh, I would say, man, I would even go so far to say, man, baseball too, man. You guys are great baseball coaches. Um, but I'm basically, you know, Carolina when it comes to basketball. Um, as far as like the pros, mm. uh, man, I'm day and night with the NFL. Bro. I ain't day and night see you like. That. <laughs> <laughs> Carolina okay. On the top, I, I don't like a lot of moves made last year with the organization, so it's. Carolina yeah. on their content, you want yeah. Um, basketball. Uh, I like the Lakers. Um, I like the Lakers. I'm a LeBron fan, so basically wherever he go, I go. But I, I do like the Lakers, bro. I, mm-hmm. I definitely like the Lakers basketball. And then baseball. Uh, when I do follow baseball, but, uh, I ain't some big man, but I like the Boston Red Sox. Between them and the Texas Rangers, man. I, I knew I knew there was a reason why I liked you, bro. Like, come on, man. Come on, man. So, like, for my teams, for my teams, um, as far as uh, college football goes, it's it's always and only been USC Trojans, the real USC, not that Southern Carolina stuff, but like the real USC, the Trojans, like the V for Victory. That that's been my favorite football team since forever. Um, as far as basketball, I don't really have a favorite college hoops team, but like I just watch it because I like watching sports. Um, as far as the pros go, I'm an everything Boston fan, period, unless it's basketball. After Jordan left the game, I didn't have a favorite basketball team anymore, but I do follow players, and my favorite player right now in the NBA, and it's still the best basketball player in the world in my eyes is lebron james so of course i follow the lakers right however i do have my my um my my gripes against lebron because he does take a lot of plays off on defense uh he gets mad too easily and blames it on everybody else when he could have easily helped pick up on defense but he's getting up there in age, so I'm like, okay, I can't really doubt him. But, like, this year so far, he's been playing at an MVP, MVP caliber every year since I can remember. So, um, to me, the best player in the world is still LeBron James, and that's, that's period. I don't care about these Greek freaks. I don't care about these KDs. I don't care about these 
ADs or Kawhi Leonard's, like, to me, it's still LeBron James. Period. <clears throat> A lot of people like to say that he started the super teams, and I'm like, he didn't start the super team. That was Boston that started the super team. And then the year that they did make the trio and went down to Miami, like, Cleveland wasn't doing anything to keep LeBron there in Cleveland to begin with. All the same, all the same free agents that signed with Miami was available to Cleveland in Cleveland that same year. And the year before that, they fired the head coach of the year, Mike Brown. And like, what do you expect LeBron to do? You ain't keeping nobody here. And then you bring Shaq past his prime. What is Shaq going to do past his prime? And I think a lot of people forget too is like, uh, about they not only brought up a washed up Shaq, but they brought up a washed up uh, Anton Jameson, bro. Like LeBron, like what? If he, this is, I, I love. There was I LeBron love before his prime, so like, what do you expect, man? Like exactly, like bro, like they want to talk about how he has Judas Oh, wait. Like, Zodrunas like, Ilgowskis. Come on, bro. Mike Williams. Uh, not Mike Williams, but Mo Williams and uh, Eric Snow. Like, those were the teammates. And then Delonte West. Those were the people he had around him when he was still, like, carrying that team on his back. Like, you can't you can't talk about that, man. Not, not one of the greatest of all times. But while we on that topic of the greatest of all times, who, in your opinion, is the greatest athlete of all time? And that's no matter what the sport is. Who, in your opinion, is the greatest athlete of all time? The greatest athlete of all time, bro. That's, that's tough, man. I mean, I want to say LeBron, man, because – but then that, I don't know, bro. Like, that's the greatest athlete of all time, man. It's a couple that you can throw in that, man. I mean, you can throw in LeBron. You can throw in Ali. Yeah. You can throw in Serena Williams. Mm-hmm. Um Throwing Jordan, Honestly, bro. Like a lot of people don't want to like say it. I think like because he's still like competing. But honestly, bro, Simone Biles, man, is is definitely that conversation too, man. Definitely, uh, Michael Phelps is another. I mean, I don't know, bro. I think I, for me, I gotta give. I think a top five for that. You know what I'm saying? Maybe but a Mount Rushmore, the top four. Ron, okay. Serena. Mm-hmm. Michael Phelps. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna go up in left field, bro. And say Tiger Woods, bro. Oh, I don't know how I forgot Tiger. Bro, I gotta throw Tiger in the conversation too. Oh, being from North Carolina, I thought you was for sure gonna put Jordan up there. I can't put. Okay, so this is why I can't say Jordan at the top. So he's at the top. Okay. So we talk about greatest athlete all the time. Mm-hmm. I look at athlete. I associate athlete. Okay. My my biggest drawback with Jordan Ball how he didn't speak up off the court. Okay. So that's written and matter of fact, I'll take I'll take Tiger Woods off the file. But but that has nothing to do with your athleticism though. That's what what happens true, off man. the court, what what you do in the political sense or in the social sense has nothing to do with your your God given athleticism and the stuff that you work for when nobody else is around. That's true, man. But I, I mean, I've always tied the title athlete, man. Mm-hmm. It's always been important. Okay. Think about it from high school days, right? Right. You know, if you go back to just that, you know, just those simple days, man. Who was your, your hometown hero? It was the athlete. Why? Because they 
because they had a big example. Right. Think about it. If your if your if your sports team trash, your community's probably dead. <laughs> if your sports team trash, yeah. like it's the influence that brings you know what I'm saying that into that community. That's the community. So that's why I say really for Jordan, Jordan would never be a top five athlete to me because of the fact of how he handled it off the court. He handled business selfishly. Right. He made sure he got paid. Right. But as far as like having an influence, like. I love how the last dance talked about the election that happened in Southern North Carolina yeah. that he should have spoke up on. That he did. But he didn't want to. But he said, you know, I just come to play ball. But you got you got to remember, like, who you are. Like, you are the greatest, arguably the greatest athlete of your era. Right. Around the world. Mm-hmm. Why not speak up on it? Okay. You know so so my, my top four, my Mount Rushmore of athletes, would have to be, in no particular order, I would say um, Michael Jordan. I will put uh, Jim Brown up there. Okay, Jim Brown. Um, I, would, I would put Hank Aaron up there. Okay. And then, ooh, this is tough. Uh, last one I would probably put, I don't know, I'd... I'd probably put Serena up there, cause Serena, like nobody really dominated. Well, well, Stephanie grabs she dominated, but Serena on a different, you know, universe. Way different. And and she's trying to do it again now that she's um after she's given birth to a child. So it's like it's it's on a different wave. So like, obviously you got your Jordan up there, but like as far as top influencers go. I will not debate with you at all, but LeBron James deserves to be on anybody's Mount Rushmore when it comes oh, yeah. to influence. Anybody. He opened up a school, <laughs> like a whole school, bro. Like, who do you know is opening up a school for anything? Exactly. So, like, he opened up a school. He's always trying to speak out against the the police brutality and the in the ineffectiveness of the police and the government he's always willing to speak out on topics that are quote-unquote taboo but like i feel like his influence it can't be spoken enough uh about what he does all right so we're gonna move on from that i'm gonna give you a chance to to speak up on this all right so primetime lebron versus primetime kd who do you pick on your team? Like, there's no, there's no worries about their health. They're in the peak of their uh, physical prowess, and they're just dominant. And if you're picking a team, who do you want on your team? Primetime LeBron or primetime KD? I'm going to say primetime LeBron, man, because the way LeBron can get to the basket, man, like KD, KD is a great slash forward, man. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's very, you know, his athleticism speaks for itself, man. He can definitely move right off the ball. Um, Defense is impeccable. I think what you get with LeBron versus KD, man, is that physicality. You know what I'm saying? And I got to have somebody who, you know what I'm saying, willing willing to go to the paint. Right. Dominate. Yeah. Wanna, you know, and LeBron is I mean, you talk about Primetime LeBron, the crazy thing about it was Primetime LeBron was a good three point 
Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like you 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 take that away. But I mean otherwise than that, man, LeBron has so, so like this is the thing that I always always saw. Like whenever LeBron went up against KD, oh they gave they they gave the MP, MVP to KD that year. But out yeah. in my point of view, I think the MVP should have went to LeBron because this man averaged a triple double in the finals. In the finals. And that's after he lost. <laughs> that's after he lost. Uh, uh, I can't think of his name right now. Um, Kyrie. That's the that's the year they lost yeah, Kyrie, yeah. and the year they lost mm-hmm. Kevin Love. Like you lose two yeah. of your all stars, and you're still basically averaging a triple double. Like, yeah, but yeah, like, bro. I I don't know. It's kind of like a one, one a and one b. Like you can't go yeah, wrong yeah, either yeah. way, cause whoever you put on KD, he gonna shoot over him. If he's too, exactly. if he's too slow, he's gonna drive right by him. If he's a little bit faster than KD, he's gonna rise up, cause the man is basically a seven footer who who can shoot exactly. anywhere on the floor. Like I don't know, exactly. I don't know how you defend yeah. against that. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like I'm building a team around primetime KD or primetime LeBron. The thing is, if I got prime time KD, man, I don't got to really worry about my shooters as I do uh, post Basically. You know what I'm saying? With LeBron, like LeBron sets off, LeBron sets off five positions. Me, so really, I truthfully, uh, you just give me like somebody like a Tim Duck and a Joel and B, man, really playing the fame, man. Right. Hey, I can go, I'm going to go guard him. You see what he's doing with AD? But like my thing, my thing with KD is like, I mean, my thing about LeBron is his best attribute is his passing. Like, I don't care what you say about his defense. I don't care about what you're saying. This man's unstoppable going to the hole. Like, this man, if you're open, if you're not open, if you're somewhere that you can shoot and you can, he can rely on you, he's going to get you the ball. And it's going to be precise. Exactly. And that's exactly. period. So, okay. So, let's move on from the uh, primetime KD, primetime LeBron. Who would you take, LeBron or, K- uh, or Kawhi? You got me now. Oh, yeah. Thank yeah. You. Who are you taking, LeBron or Kawhi? LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So who are you taking, Kawhi or PG? Kawhi. Okay. AD or the Greek Freak? That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Uh, I think I'm going to have to go Greek Freak, man. Ooh, yeah, cause yeah, like I think I might have to go. He can't go Greek, bro. I don't know. I think if I think about it, they're basically the same player. They both can pull up from the three. They both can yep. take you off the dribble. They both can back you down. But when it comes to like going to the hoop, like that's Greek freak all day. That's where he lives. Yeah. And, and... That's what I look at. Like I compare dominance, bro. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing is like how Kawhi. Like I can see why people like to compare to LeBron because of how he plays the game with such aggression. Yeah. And I think that's great, man. But I think he also has channel. Yeah. That which I think that's what we're starting to learn. And another one I noticed in the conversation, but another one I'm curious to see how he grows his career. Zion Williams. Yes. Um, 
But uh, yeah, man, I said we talk about a comparison with, with the you know free freaking LeBron. Like I love that physicality, man. The thing with with AD, man, is you really don't get that as much. You know, he kind of reminds me of a, a more, I guess you would say, KD in the paint. Right. <laughs> the way he plays his game, you can definitely tell that he, you know, he played guard. He, I mean, he was a guard all through Kentucky all high school through Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. He grew like ten inches like throughout his course of in high school. So like, you can tell that he definitely thinks and has an IQ of a guard. Right. You know what I'm saying. So. I think AD still has a lot of learning to do. Mm-hmm. I think I don't think we even seen the best of AD's game yet. I'm really I'm really excited about these young players. Like like you said earlier, uh you said Zion Williamson, I like John Morant, I like Luka Doncic, yeah. uh old buddy uh Trey out there in uh, Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. Boy, these boys is fire. Like they come on the court, you know they they shoot your eyes out. And you know what the first two that you you listed came from, right? North Carolina. Yeah. Nah, they ain't come. They ain't came from North. They ain't come from North Carolina, but they came from South. South came Carolina. From okay. Carolina. Yeah. No, you're not getting But uh, okay. So um, I think the I think the NBA is in good hands uh when it comes oh, to yeah. talent moving forward. Um, so let's get on into the NFL draft. Did you watch the NFL draft? I did. Like, okay. I did. Like, do you feel like do you feel like your team has made any improvements? Hold on. Say that again. I said, do you think your team has made any improvements? <sighs> I, I I do. I think that Carolina was very smart with mm. uh, going all defensive. I right. think that was a very bold statement from Matt Rule. Yeah. As a, as, as they're taking on that head coach. I think that was a very bold statement for him to make. So I think he's making his message clear to the league that he is building his team and his philosophy on defense. Carolina, that hasn't been the statement for a while. Right. So, I mean, I'm also kind of confused, though, because, like, with after giving that contract extension to McCaffrey, which he deserves because that man is balling out of his mind and he's getting more receptions than a lot of these receivers out here and he's a running back. Like, they should have helped him and given him more weapons to help him out. That's just how I feel about it. Um, All right, so I understand we come in, you, you kids is up and they get rowdy or whatever and I see it on your face. So we're going to get into a, a couple more subjects and I'm going to let you go, all right? Um, I bet. So, who are your uh, AFC and NFC uh, champion uh, championship week picks? Uh, man, AFC man, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna go bold and say the Ravens, like just off the rip. Okay, uh, give um, me the I AFC think... championship match. I think we're gonna have the Ravens and the Chiefs. Okay. I think I think we're gonna see. I think we're gonna see that 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 Mahomes MVP that versus MVP matchup. Okay, so I who think, you I got in the NFC? More, NFC man, that's Tulsa, bro. Like that's that's Tulsa. Uh, also, rip man. I think uh, we got to Seattle on the conversation. Okay. I think that they have something to prove. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would say, I'm gonna say the Saints, man. I think Drew Brees got one more in him, bro. Like being rash, I think he got one more for his side. 
Okay. So, for my picks for the AFC, I agree with you with the Chiefs and the Ravens. It's going to be former MVP versus reigning MVP in the AFC Championship match. In the NFC Championship match, I believe it's going to come down to division. Two teams in the same division. The Saints and the Buccaneers. With the Buccaneers, with the Buccaneers getting both Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski before the draft even started, and then you got them some linemen and all the weapons that they have around them already, and you get them some more running backs. I'm not, I'm not so sold on the Bucks just yet, bro. I'm, just, I'm still not. They got bro, like, to me. I'm, hey, bro. You know, I fought the NC South closer being the Carolina fan. I still yeah. think, honestly, for right now, for right now. The NFC South is still ran through New Orleans. I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you. I, I, I understand that. I understand that. And Drew Brees knows all his weapons. But what I've learned out of being a Patriots fan is you don't never count out Tom Brady. You no, don't you never. And especially he's, in a, he's on a team right now that has already given him everything he wants. He wants to be he wants to be considered in the conversation about what we do with our offense. This, that, and the other thing. You get him in a place where he loves the weather. His family loves the weather. His family's comfortable. And you get him with a coach like Bruce Arians, who loves offense and who loves making his players great. And he has his best friend there with him. I don't I don't care if he don't I don't care if he don't know nobody else on the team. He already know Rob Gronkowski. And you already see what Rob yeah. Gronkowski can do. So, like... But see, what I'm interested to see, too, man, is it's just like anywhere else you work. Like, you got to remember that that was always... Yeah. So they, can't, they can't take what they did in New England and try to bring that to Tampa Bay. You got to take that with a grain of salt. Right. So I'm really interested to see. Like, you got to think, Tom Brady done played for Bill Belichick for how long? Now? 20 years. So, it's like, now you got to get used to a whole new Right. I, I would tell you, you've been an art. You was in the army. I, I'm still in. Anywhere that you work, you've been there for a good while. You go through a whole new style of leadership. It's gonna be some growing pains. Yeah. Man. So I think really, we're not gonna see the true uh, flight mm-hmm. of the book till maybe after the trade deadline. Cause like I believe, I believe like that first, like the end of the NFL to me made a couple mistakes, right? But they made some some positive strides. So, like the one mistake to me that they made is because they say that the schedule is is automated through a system. It's not automated. I don't care what nobody says. As soon as that decision for Tom Brady, Tom Brady made to leave the Patriots and go to Tampa Bay, the very first thing they should have thought of was having Tom Brady go back to New England to face New England Patriots. And Bill Belichick at Gillette Stadium, point blank, period. That should have been the only thing they thought about. However, I do like the fact that Tom Brady is now in a system in the in the NFC South where he can face Drew Brees, who is arguably the other greatest quarterback in the NFL right now. He has the records to speak for himself. So, like, I feel like those two being able to go head to head in Week One. Oh my gosh, that's amazing to me. Um, so my picks for the Super Bowl, like having, I think it's gonna come down to like if you have Tom Brady lose that first one against Drew Brees, he's not gonna lose the second one to Drew Brees because he's already gonna figure everything out, right? So I'm gonna take the Buccaneers versus 
the Ravens in the Super Bowl? Man, I just really want Lamar to get there, man. Like, I, I really want it for his prettiest Super Bowl, man. Like, I would love for him to win it, but I think, man, especially the situation around the draft mm-hmm. and how he was overlooked coming out of college, I know I actually attended that draft. I yeah. was actually at the, the draft in Dallas when that situation played out. And I'm watching the board, I'm like, why is he still on the. Yeah. I couldn't understand why he was still in the green room. Bro, I was sitting there like, oh, hey, Lamar Jackson? I'm like, huh? Yeah. So I really wanted him to, you know, especially everything he went through. He went through a lot of controversy too in Louisville, too. Yeah. So just kind of, you know, everything going for To see him come out ahead of that and be the reigning MVP now, that's amazing. Um, Man, I know I know you try to get back to your family, and I appreciate you stopping on my show. Uh, so before we get off, do you have any shout-outs that you want to uh, give out real quick before we hop up off this? Man, uh, just uh, go follow my wife for business page, you know what I'm saying? Okay. I got to plug her real quick, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Uh, Bree Clean, Facebook, Instagram, go follow her. This ain't a page spot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, man. Um, I got a podcast too, the Iron Mike podcast. And, um, you know, go check that thing on out. We on the highest right now. Okay. Um, but uh, we'll keep that strong. But man, I, I just man, you know, I gotta shout you out too, man. Yeah, hey, I appreciate you, man. Just really, really, man, to let me come through, man. Yesterday show, man, man. I think uh, I would love to do a part two with you, man. Really, oh, I definitely. Think, we definitely got to do that. Man, we got to definitely. I feel like we can dive in a lot more, bro. We can, you know, I think we just scratching the surface, man. So Definitely. Want to do a part two on my podcast, bro? Come on, man. We hey, I'm. Bray, I know you've seen uh, my setup for my podcast studio, so like, I legit have my bed right here. So when I'm not in my bed, I'm in my lab, which is right here, and yeah. I'm ready to go anytime, bro. Like. As you can see, like I sent it to you, I do the podcast outlines so that way everybody's on the same page and they have time to think about what they want to answer. So there's not that too much um, empty space in between. But, bro, anytime you want to be a guest, even if we talk about sports, if we talk about religion, if we talk about the news, I'm with whatever topic you want to talk about, dog. And I appreciate you for being on my show. Yeah, man, it's all love, bro. I shout you out, man. I appreciate you, bro. Yeah, shout out to you, man, because you doing you doing godly works out there, man, and I appreciate that. I appreciate that about you. Uh, you putting on for Newburn out there. I see you, boy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, quick shout outs to uh Blue Straw Entertainment. Uh, big shout out to Camo the Protege who put on this amazing beat in the background. It's called Pass the Plate. Uh, shout out to Chantel the Shutter. My uh, CEO of uh, Blue Straw Entertainment. Um, y'all can check me out on uh, Facebook at oof, <laughs> facebook.com backslash wavywheel2386. You can follow me on Instagram, wavywheel2386. You can follow me on Snapchat, Hold Up Flavor 23. You can also hit me up on Instagram through Blue Straw Entertainment. Um, and yeah, man, bro, I appreciate you taking the time out your busy day. Now Hawaii weather with the family to stop by and kick it with me on my podcast. Um and I will definitely have you back anytime you willing to come back on, bro. Um so yeah, much love, much peace, and I thank you and 
Be blessed, bro. Absolutely, bro. It's all love, man. All right, man. I'll check you later. Bet. All right, peace.